we want to do things other than just the run of the mill landscaping, etc. That's providing edible fruit. So we want to put things in there that people can actually pluck off a tree, a pear, a plum, etc., and be able to eat something that's meaningful and have a dual purpose. We have some really nice trees, really nice landscaping, but we can also use it as a fruit. Welcome to the City Manager Minute, the official podcast for the City of Beaumont. Again, I am joined with our city manager, Mr. Kenneth Williams. How are you doing? Doing great, Paige. How are you? You know, I'm doing pretty well. Today, we're going to get down to the nitty gritty and really highlight some of the things that the city is doing around the community, beautification initiatives being taken by our parks department and our recreation department, and why first impressions really do matter. So, Mr. Williams, it's been a year since the parks and recreation split. How's that been going? It's been great. You mentioned nitty-gritty. It sounds like serious stuff. <laughs> but the Parks and Recreation uh, split is, has been going really well. You know, before I got here, there was some discussion among city council to uh, separate the two departments uh, to make sure that they're both being able to get the focus that they need. So that was a discussion of doing one, such as beautification. Uh, beautification is a, a big want to do here in Beaumont on some things and then have recreation. Of course, recreation's getting a lot of attention too, where the city and city council wants to do more recreational programming. So we're getting best of both worlds. We're doing that with the beautification, making sure our city's pretty neat and clean, and then having recreational program for our kids to participate. Very cool. Can you give our listeners a little rundown of what each department handles? What does Parks and Green Space do? What does Recreation do? And how does all of this affect the Parks Capital Budget? Well, uh, Parks and Green Space, they do the beautification side of it. They have a lot of things that they do. You know, but it's not only beautification, but they also do landscaping. They do mowing. They're the they're their out, uh, outfit that takes care of the right-of-ways right away along I-10, along I-69, going through town and doing that. But then they mow our parks, likewise. They take care of our baseball fields. They're the ones that that do that work. So they do a multitude of things, uh, mostly with infrastructure. One way to look at it, parks parks and uh, uh, green space, they take care of our growth and, and infrastructure to do with our parks and recreation does things with the programming. Very cool. So when we talk about the $1.4 million parks budget for 2023, that does include some recreation. Uh, well, it mostly includes infrastructure, but that infrastructure is for both. Okay, that, That's a good point. Uh, before I got here, city council identified some projects some things they wanted to see with the parks department. The parks department had uh, not received enough funding uh, in their minds to, to do some things they wanted to do. So $1.4 million was allocated for that infrastructure, those infrastructure programs. And then that includes a lot of things with the parks. It could be as much like the dog park projects, uh, playground equipment for Charlton Pollock Park, playground equipment for Babes Harriers, and others uh, for sure. Now, as far as recreation goes, it also provides dollars for like Sterling Pruitt, where we conduct our recreational programs. It also provides uh, maintenance dollars for our tennis 
complex. So with recreation overseas, so it provides money for both. And we um we did just publish a parks capital budget dashboard, and we will link that below so all of our listeners can go view status progress updates and all that good stuff. Um, one of the major aspects the city is focusing on, like you said, is beautification. And this includes everything from landscaping to adding lights to public areas and downtown, new community playgrounds, the whole lot. Tell me more. Yeah, I touched on it a little bit, but of course, this includes other things such as litter removal along our streets and right of ways and then community cleanups. We have a community cleanup coming up in, within the next few weeks. Uh, which we're going to partner with the BISD, the school district, as a partnership. We had that partnership with them last year. It was successful, and we're going to expand it a bit this year and uh, continue that effort. But then it's also, you know, it can deal with ordinances and code enforcement. We want our city to be beautiful. We want it to be inviting for visitors coming to town. Uh, So we're just excited for that. We want to do other things, too, such as uh, enhancing downtown. If you read the, the, the press or media lately, you've heard about things to enhance downtown. And, and with this year's budget, we put in more dollars for lighting where we can light up the downtown area and make it inviting to where people want to go and visit and play. Very cool. So really, all of these beautification projects benefit citizens and visitors. Oh, absolutely. You know, it it provides an excellent quality of life. It's a quality of life for our citizens, people who live and vacate and uh, live in, in Beaumont, but also our visitors. We want to put our best foot forward when they come to Beaumont to where they will have a positive opinion of our city. When they come here and see the beautification projects, when they see the meetings are uh, are bright and with flowers, et cetera, and plants going on, then it just adds to the health and well-being of our community. You know, quality of life is one of those things that people like. Is there really such a thing? Uh, let me tell you, there is. Uh, quality of life is something that's key to uh, all communities in, in our country, in the United States today. When companies look to relocate, when people look to relocate, they want to look at what the quality quality of life is in your community. They want to look at what the quality of your schools. So it's incumbent upon us to make sure we have an excellent quality of life here. So what you're saying is first impressions really do matter. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, when people come and we often hear back from them when they come to visit or when a, before a company actually comes here, they, they send us questions about our community. You know, what what are you doing? What What's your plans for the future? Uh, so we we want to be responsive to that. One thing we're excited about funding is a parks, recreation and trails master plan. Can you tell me about that? Oh, yes, it's it's exciting. It's one of those things that doesn't seem like it's a big deal, but it really is. And what it uh, parks master plan, it just plans for your parks for the future. You know, it lays out a 10 to 15 year plan of the things that you want to see or the type of parks you want to have. What is what do you want recreation want to look like? What do you want your parks facilities to look like out there? And it not only identifies those projects, it will help to identify funding for those projects and what they will look like. 
but it's it's a process where you get community input. You know, we will talk to with people in the communities because they know what's best and what they want in their communities. Uh, we as officials, city officials, we often think that we know what's best, but it's great to get the feedback of the public uh, to make sure we're providing uh, what they need and what they want to see in their communities. Very cool. Speaking of beautification, let's talk about the four playgrounds we are currently working on and the dog park at Rogers Park. Well, the dog park at Rogers Park is something that's been talked about for years, uh, many years, and now we're to the point that it's actually going to happen. Part of that $1.4 million is allocated for uh, the dog park. Uh, We've recently started construction on it. We're doing it uh, mostly with uh, city employees and city workforce. So we were able to get some things started pretty quickly on that after it was approved by city council in that $1.4 million. Now we have other parks, uh, Central Park, you know, we have the major, I call it playground equipment or feature there that we're going to replace. Uh, it's, it's the most expensive thing we're going to do out of the $1.4 million and replacing that. Uh, Charlton Paula is getting new playground equipment over there so um it's on order you know people are questioning why hasn't that started it's uh it's it's more of our supply chain uh issue that's going on in our country right now receiving equipment so it's just taking longer to receive that equipment for those parks for the playground equipment that we're going to use so that's going to be important but also we're looking at babes of harriers park we're putting equipment over in babes of harriers we have a large population of goes there, play soccer, et cetera, and they have children, kids there that uh, they're watching. And this playground equipment will give them uh, something to do. And then we have one other park on the north end that we're putting equipment in. Very cool. So, I mean, even though we're seeing things being done at the dog park, that doesn't necessarily mean it's the first priority. No, no, absolutely not. You know, we got, we got a lot of input. Um, on the list of projects to to spend the $1.4 million on. You know, we had recommendations from staff. Then we got recommendations from the Parks Board. Uh, The Parks Board heard this issue a couple of times, and they came back with a recommended list of of priorities to to implement. Then after that, City Council heard it as an agenda item, and City Council put together a uh, uh, a, a listing of of those projects. and. I could be off a little bit, but Charlton Pollock was one of the top priorities, maybe top one, two, or three. But just the supply chain issue has put it to a place where it's not being done. But we look forward and we'll be excited when the equipment gets here and we get it in. Yeah, I was looking at the Parks Capital Plan dashboard and I was seeing that there is really a 10 to 14 week delivery period. So it looks kind of like we're in that waiting period right now. But basically what you're saying is, we can walk and talk at the same time. We can do a lot of projects at one time. Absolutely. Absolutely. We want to be as productive and efficient as possible with the resources that we have. And that includes the people that are going to uh, complete the work out there for sure. So uh, while you might not see your favorite project uh, being constructed right now, it's uh, if it's on that particular list, it's going to be done. A lot of it depends on what resources are available and needed to implement that project or get it done. Uh, But let me assure you, they're going to be done. 
And there are even more things just beyond these projects, like the edible fruit trees that will be planted around town. And honestly, there are so many different kinds. There's pear trees, peach trees, fig, apple, plum, pecan, and even citrus trees. Tell me about that. Well, you know, we want to do things other than just the run of the mill landscaping, et cetera. One of our uh, employees, Mr. Kenneth Regat, has come up with the idea to let's put some real useful means into our parks. And that's what uh, providing edible fruit. You know, uh, there's talk of food, uh, food deserts in some areas. So we want to put things in there that people can actually uh, pluck off a tree, a pear, a plum, etc., and be able to eat something that's meaningful and have a dual purpose. We have some really nice trees, really nice landscaping, but we can also use it as a fruit. Wow, that is such a neat idea. Beyond the capital budget, there are so many other projects we want to do, and we're getting really creative with funding ideas. Can you tell me about some of those? Oh, yes. Yeah, we want to be creative with funding. We don't want to just use the -the run-of-the-mill funds of sales tax or property tax because we have other important things to do also. So we want to look at implementing some new programs to, you know, something that's less obtrusive to the city taxpayer and, and, and let those who are actually using some things pay the bill for that for sure. So, uh, you know, one, we're looking at a parkland dedication ordinance or fee that if some uh, developer, outside developer comes in, does say an apartment complex, people in an apartment complex come in large numbers and and they uh, use our parks. And so they take up a lot of capacity. So they will take a part of their development dollars and put them into a fund for us to improve our parks or to enlarge our parks. And so that's a good way to to do it without putting the burden on our local people so much. Of course, we go for grants constantly. Uh, where we are doubling those efforts as we speak to go for grants. We are uh, going out with different grant companies. We have staff dedicated to work with them now to go out and get grants. And then we put in a voluntary beautification donation fund where you can volunteer. It's totally voluntary. Uh, to pay $2 additional on every month's water bill if you'd like to go toward beautification projects or, or, or park projects. So we encourage you to do that. We're able to take care of our medians and make sure they look nice, but also provide nice plantings within our park system. So it sounds like it's not just the city that can take these initiatives. It's really like the whole community that can get involved. Any developer that comes in, this really is an all-hands-in kind of thing. Right. We, we totally encourage the public-private partnerships. You know, we enjoy some of those as we speak and being able to do that. So we want to make sure that, that 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 happens. We're doing some things with the Garden Club, Garden Club of, of Beaumont, that we're doing some joint projects. Uh, we're looking at uh, a project over in Rogers Park, in which they are contributing dollars to uh, for some things to, uh, out there, but also Terrell Park. We're looking at Terrell Park to get some things done out there. Of course, we work with Exxon all the time. They've done some uh, things. They've contributed dollars for Charlton Park uh, to do some things in that park for sure. They've done, contributed dollars for murals over in their neighborhood of on uh, Martin Luther King Street. So we're constantly looking for pro- public-private partnerships, and we welcome them. 
I would venture to say that this administration is very focused on community and quality of life, wouldn't you? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Our city council, it's a priority for them. We did our strategic plan this year, and one of the things that they identified in their strategic plan was to have an excellent quality of life here in Beaumont. It's one of the things that was repetitive. We heard repetitively and having those discussions. And so we are just implementing some things that they would like to see for sure. So um, it goes back to that quality of life, excellent quality of life. Uh, you know, it's something that while you can't just touch it, but it's something you can actually feel and you can see at some point. Uh, so we, we're excited about that and we're, we're going to work toward that goal. So here's a question for you. Do you have any wish list beautification projects? Well, I don't have any wish. I don't have a wish list personally. Uh, my goal is to execute what city council wants and what the citizens of Beaumont want to see, what staff wants to see. So whatever the people of Beaumont want is my wish list. It's just part of my job is to find out what that is. And once we identify that, we need to implement it. City council needs to support it. You know, they hear from uh, citizens just as much or more than we do. I, I do as a city manager. And so they bring that message back to us. And uh, so we want to hear what the public's wish list is and get that through city council and staff and implement it. And if you have any ideas of things you'd like to see around Beaumont, you are always welcome to use our contact form on our website, beaumonttexas.gov, or reach out to your councilman. Well, thank you again, Mr. Williams, for joining us. Thank you. It's always a pleasure. And a big thank you to all of you out there for listening. This was a wonderful conversation, and I hope we were able to break down some of these upcoming projects for you and get you excited for the future of our beautiful Beaumont. Is there anything else you would like to add, Mr. City Manager? Well, I'd just like to thank you, Paige, and your department for the wonderful work that you do in communicating these messages out to our public. And I would like to also let the public know that if there are topics of interest you'd like to hear us talk about, please let us know through those same communication channels because we want to make sure we're addressing the things you want to hear from us. So thank you for having me as usual and look forward to our next visit. All right. Well, that does it for today's episode. Our next topic is the community investment plan that was just approved. It's a really good one. So don't miss out. Make sure to follow our Facebook page to be notified when new episodes are put out. And you can always listen to previous episodes on our website at beaumonttexas.gov podcast. See y'all next time.